Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again, everybody, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. GamecockCentral.com presents Gamecock Central Radio with Kip Balknight, and I'm your host, Emerson Phillips. We're coming to you from the Gamecock Central Studios. And, Kip, we're getting ready for postseason baseball. It's an exciting time of year, the start of the NCAA baseball tournament. Tomorrow at Founders Park, the Columbia Regional will get underway. At 1 o'clock, we'll have the two-seed in the Columbia Regional, Wilmington, the Seahawks. Coming in with a 39-17 and record, taking on Duke, the three-seed, 33-22 and overall. And then at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, the Gamecocks will take the field against Rhode Island. Carolina hosting a regional for the 17th time and for the 11th time since college baseball went to the Super Regional format in 1999. So, Kip, huge for the Gamecocks to be playing at home. Carolina's 30-4 and at Founders Park this year, and the Gamecocks are 18-2 and all-time in the postseason at Founders Park. Yeah, you know, you look back at what South Carolina's done in the postseason at that ballpark, is pretty amazing. So, uh... South Carolina needs to come and be ready to play tomorrow. They're going to be facing a tough pitcher that's, uh, you know, had lost since his opening start of the, of the year. And, um, you know, I think the Carolina Bats are going to have to come to life because uh, I, I do think Clark Smith, if he's the starter, uh, will be able to hold him at bay. Uh, he's only hitting 260 uh, Rhode Island, I believe you said earlier. So it's, it's um you know, a good matchup for South Carolina. They should get out to a, a victory on Friday night. Rhode Island has won six in a row, but their team batting average two sixty three. Martin Figueroa, the eight ten tournament MVP, hit two home runs and scored eleven runs in the Atlantic Ten tournament. But pitching clearly to strength of this Rhode Island team, and it starts with their ace, sophomore left-hander Tyler Wilson, who we figure will be the starter tomorrow night against the Gamecocks. He's twelve and one on the year. 2.08 earned run average, 111 strikeouts and 95 and a third for Tyler Wilson, five times the Atlantic 10 Pitcher of the Week this year. Three weeks ago, he was named one of six Louisville Slugger National Players of the Week after a 13-strikeout complete game shutout of UMass. So Rhode Island's going with his eight, Skip. Tyler Wilson, 12-1. and one. And this is kind of the interesting thing about postseason play. You know, on paper, you look at number one seed South Carolina against number four Rhode Island. You figure the Gamecocks are a heavy favorite here. But when you take a closer look, you see that Rhode Island's ace is outstanding. And you mentioned that his only loss of the year came on the opening weekend at Florida State. So he has not been beaten since they traveled to Tallahassee the first weekend of the season. And Wilson gives Rhode Island a real chance here, Kip. What are the chances that Chad Holbrook goes with somebody other than Clark Schmidt tomorrow night? Do you think it'll be Schmidt or maybe Holbrook tries to mix it up a little bit? I think it's Schmidt, no doubt. I, I don't think um, I think Coach Holbrook will do exactly what Ray Tanner did in all the years that I can remember. Uh, I can I can remember plenty of times, you know, even when I was, you know, the number one pitcher, I used to think, well, God, maybe we should, you know, let me let me pitch on Saturday, face a little bit better team. But he he was always a big fan of getting off to a good start and winning that first game on Friday night. So uh, obviously, it looks as if on paper, uh, it's a tough matchup um, with what Rhode Island's bringing on the mound. I do think whoever pitches against them would be able to hold them at bay, but. I, I just, um, I'd say it's zero chance whatsoever that, that Holbrook chooses anyone other than Clark Smith. 
And if he does, it would certainly shock me. And I would doubt it. It would frustrate me a bit to see somebody else out there because, in my opinion, uh, there's plenty of arms on South Carolina staff that could easily uh, keep this team to bay. And uh, South Carolina bats should be able to handle, you know, and score plenty enough runs to get off to a bigger on Friday night. The Gamecocks are 42-15 and 15 overall. They're making their 31st appearance in the NCAA tournament. And it's interesting that college baseball moved to the super regional format in 1999, and the Gamecocks are hosting a regional for the 11th time in the last 17 years. So first baseman Madison Stokes swinging a hot bat right now for the Gamecocks, 10 for 17 with three doubles in his past five games. And, of course, the Gamecocks dropped two in Hoover and missed out on a top eight national seed, even though they ended up number eight in the RPI. But it'll be South Carolina and Rhode Island. Island tomorrow night with Duke and Wilmington squaring off tomorrow at 1 o'clock. So, Kip, an interesting contrast in game one of the Columbia Regional. It's small ball Duke with 26 home runs on the year as a team taking on big ball Wilmington. Wilmington's got four players with double-digit home runs on the year, and their sophomore catcher Nick Fight leads the team with 21 home runs. He's got 21 himself. Duke's got 26 as a team, and Fight leads the nation with 90 RBI. So, very much an interesting contrast in this first matchup. Wilmington lost two in a row to William & Mary in the Colonial Athletic Association tournament. William & Mary won the tournament with late home runs in each of those two games to beat Wilmington. And Duke lost a play-in game in the ACC tournament to Wake Forest. But they had won nine of their last ten regular season games. Duke won series this year over Georgia Tech, Clemson, and Florida State and North Carolina. And Duke has seen good competition all year. So we feel like this is a very strong field in Columbia and an interesting matchup to start the day tomorrow. Duke making its first NCAA tournament appearance in 55 years. Kip, you know they've got to be thrilled to be playing in the tournament. Yeah, they are. I still think UNC Wilmington has the major edge, especially being a day game. Ball normally travels a little bit better at Founders Park in day game, and, and in most baseball, most baseball parks, uh, the ball normally travels a little bit better then. So I certainly would expect UNC Wilmington to move move on and, uh, and hopefully have a matchup against South Carolina on Saturday. All right, the Gamecocks. We believe we'll start Clark Schmidt tomorrow night, and that would leave Braden Webb the likely starter for Saturday. And Kip, you know, if the Gamecocks end up getting Deep into the regional here. Adam Hill, obviously the third starter all season long. Taylor Widener might be an option. What are some of the other Gamecock pitching options if they need to go deep in that pitching staff this weekend? I think it's still going to be the uh, the normal guys that we've seen. I think it's going to be the Reed Scott. I think we'll see him throw four, five, six innings if need be. Uh, I certainly think Taylor Widener is going to be an option to, to come uh, out of the bullpen early if anybody uh, you know gets in trouble. And, um, you know, I, I just really, really think this is a, a lot like an SEC weekend where South Carolina's going to have to play well. Should they win this regional? Yes. Uh, but these are formidable opponents. These are not just opponents that you can just show up and play. I mean, everybody's in the postseason for a reason, so they, they, they can do something pretty well. Uh, but South Carolina, if they play their game and they pitch well, and uh, don't scuffle defensively like they did the first game in the SEC tournament, they should advance. I mean, it's definitely uh, a case where I feel like South Carolina, um, the only team, in my opinion, that is going to pose any threat uh, swinging the bats is UNC Wilmington. You know, can South Carolina pitchers adjust and uh, use both sides of the plate? Uh, you know, pitch with their fastball inside and out and uh, keep those hitters honest. I mean, they're obviously the best hitting club uh, 
you know, in the tournament other than uh, South Carolina. And they, they may be a better hitting team than South Carolina. Uh, it kind of remains to be seen. But, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, again, they're in the postseason. They got an opportunity. They just got to try to take advantage of this. This weekend. Kip, two more things for you before we wrap it up here. Emerson Phillips with Kip Balk Knight on Gamecock Central Radio. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to the podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, or other popular services, or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Kip, I got two more things for you here. First, give us a couple of keys to victory for the Gamecocks this weekend. What's it going to take for the Gamecocks to win this Columbia Regional? I think it's going to take Braden Webb and, and Clark Smith to. Uh, be very, very dominant. I hope South Carolina bats come alive, but I'm just not sold on it yet. I hope they can put that together and they can get hot this weekend. But I think personally it's going to take a great pitching effort uh, all the way around, but I really think Clark Smith and Braden Webb could go out and throw, uh, you know, eight or nine innings and, and, and absolutely dominate the opponents they're playing. They're battle-tested. They face really good competition all year long, and um, they, they really, really need to me. That's the key to South Carolina advancing is the pitching staff. All right, and the second thing, Kip, looming sort of in the background all week is the fact that the Columbia Regional winner will face the Clemson Regional winner in next weekend's Super Regionals. You and I can talk about looking ahead. The coaches and players for the Gamecocks and Tigers cannot has this been a distraction at all this week, Kip, to talk about you know possible Carolina-Clemson matchup in next week's Supers? I certainly don't think so. I, and, I, gosh, I hope not. I mean, that's the only thing that's tough these days. And, you know, I, I didn't have to go through things like that with the social media, the amount of media attention that is around for South Carolina baseball. We had it, and we had a good following. But it was newspapers and, uh, you know, of uh, the 11 o'clock news. I mean, that, that was it. It wasn't Twitter. It wasn't Facebook. It wasn't uh, necessarily a lot of the Internet going on. I mean, there were message boards and things like that, but heck, it was dial-up whenever I was in college. So, you know, I mean, we're, 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 talking, we're talking ages ago. So I, I think that um, if guys are letting things like that bother them and they're focused on Clemson, I can assure you Rhode Island's going to – Rhode Island will put them in their place. Their pitcher will come here, and he's going to be ready and motivated to play. You know, I think key number two, really, and maybe even uh, partly number one with the one going back, Emerson, is Founders Park being electric. It's got to be an environment that makes it tough for these folks, uh, for these kids to get out there with a victory. Um, It needs to be a home field advantage, and, you know, you're not going to be able to play the – the 2001, the, the, you know, Sandstorm, I don't think. I mean, it's, it's more of a neutral-type site. So it's going to be left up to the fans to actually, uh, you know, make some noise and, and make it a, a comfortable place for South Carolina players and a very, very uncomfortable place for the opponents. Kip, I'm going to ask you for a prediction here before we wrap it up. Will we have a South Carolina Clemson Super Regional matchup with a trip to Omaha on the line next weekend? Oh, boy. Um, I'm not sure. I'm still really, really worried about UNC Wilmington. If South Carolina pitches well, they make it out of this regional. And um, I I really, really hope they do. Uh, Clemson, I feel very confident they're going to make it out of their regional. Um, But watch it be the opposite. Watch Clemson not get out of it. Watch Clemson. Our South Carolina win ours, and uh, you never know, there could be baseball in Columbia next weekend as well. That will be an awesome scenario 
because I think Clemson certainly has an opportunity to play in Omaha. They've got a really good team and a motivated team, and they finished really well. But, you know, we look back just three weeks ago, four weeks ago, South Carolina was in the top ten, top five in some polls. And, uh, I mean, this team was clicking on all cylinders. So they just didn't finish like we wanted them to. So does South Carolina get this through this regional? I do think they do. I, I really do. I think they're going to use the, the long season of the SEC and the experience and exposure they had throughout the year to, uh, to figure it out and get hot at the right time. All right, let me give you the game times for the Clemson Regional. Tomorrow at noon, it's Oklahoma State, the two-seed against Nebraska, the three-seed. And then tomorrow night at 7 at Doug Kingsmore. It'll be Clemson and Western Carolina. And again, in Columbia tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Wilmington against Duke. And then at 7 p.m., South Carolina and Rhode Island. Kip Bautnight, our Gamecock Central baseball analyst, joins us each week here on Gamecock Central Radio. Kip, we look forward to exciting playoff baseball action this weekend, and we'll see you at Founders Park. Sounds great, guys. Thanks so much. Go Gamecock. That's Kip Bautnight, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and we'll be back next week to review the regional playoff weekend and have some super regional talk as well. Thanks for joining us on Gamecock Central Radio. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.